conscious couples, business partners, and singles committed to attracting their dream partner, welcome to the Conscious Couples Podcast, where we share our life, love story, and combined relationship expertise to help you create and consistently cultivate the most magnificent, intimate relationship possible. Never again will you feel hopeless and alone in your intimate relationship challenges. Having accumulated thousands of hours coaching conscious couples and individuals all over the world, as well as starting and growing a global business together, Alan and I are here to guide you and all things relationships. Thank you again for tuning into the one place where it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. Conscious couples and... Conscious individuals from all over the world, welcome back to the one and only Conscious Couples Podcast for episode number 48, which is going to be which partner mm-hmm. is more focused on the future. Did I get that right? You did. I did. Excellent. Okay. So uh, first things first, thank you to Next Level Podcast Solutions for producing this show, audio, video, all things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And as always, love. Ladies first, what is your intention for today's episode? This was your idea. This was my idea. So my intention for this episode is for all of our growth-oriented listeners who deeply believe that love should be protected and honored. Um, It's for all of y'all out there who might be struggling. Yep, all of y'all who might be struggling in your relationship where you might be that focused, that highly focused on the future partner and you're struggling in your relationship because you might be with someone who isn't as focused on the future yet and you want to be seen, you want to be heard and you want to help, you want help to try to figure out what to do from there. So I was uh, in my mid-20s and one of my partners at the time said this jokingly, but I thought it was hilarious. I was so focused on the future that dating me was like dating a Stairmaster. <laughs> Which I actually thought was really Turn funny. Turned up to like eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and she was joking. Yeah, that's but I thought that was hilarious, hilarious too. It's like you never stop, you know? Yeah, you never stop um, growing. And I know that you can relate, my no, love. for sure. So now I'm grateful to be the less growth-oriented partner, which is <laughs> wild for me. I've never been in this spot before. So we're going to talk about all my fears and insecurities today. I'm just joking. But, uh, okay, so we do have a story. Mm-hmm. So as you know, we coach many couples. We'll keep it anonymous. But basically, we were on the phone with a couple mm-hmm. recently. And we've seen this time and time again. So Emilia and I were contemplating this before this episode. Is there ever a time when there isn't one partner who is more focused on the future? Mm. Is there ever a time where there isn't one partner more focused on building, more goal-oriented, more growth-oriented? No. There's always one partner that is a little bit more or a little bit less future-oriented than the other partner. Mm -hmm. So there's three scenarios here. The first scenario is neither partner are very future-oriented. They're both very focused on the present moment, and that's option one. Option two is one partner is far more future-oriented than the other, Mm -hmm. and then option three is what Emilia and I, I believe, are, which is we're both very future-oriented, even though she is a little bit more than me. Uh, And by the way, typically, this is whichever partner has more self-belief typically is more future-oriented and therefore more growth-oriented with a couple nuances in between. So Mm -hmm. we have this couple that we sat down with, and we did this thing called uh, fear exchange, a fear exchange. And we talked about their top three fears. We're not going to get into that. But what we will talk about is how one of the partners was afraid to outgrow their partner. Mm -hmm. And the other partner actually was very vulnerable and said, I'm actually afraid that you're going to 
leave me behind. Yeah. And so if you've ever felt like you were going to be left behind or more likely since you're listening to the show, you feel like you're going to outgrow your partner or maybe, maybe your partner is going to be a bottleneck or someone who might hold you back on some level. And I know I've felt that way in the past for sure. Um, and I hope that you don't feel that way about me now, but um, I know I'm just joking, <laughs> but that's what this episode is about is are you the more growth oriented partner, the more future oriented partner, the more self-belief partner mm-hmm. or not? And what does that mean? What are the implications of both? And what do you do about it? Most importantly? Yeah. One of the things that you and I do really, really well on that I want to make sure that we give our listeners so that we can kind of get behind the scenes, regardless of what scenario you as a listener kind of fall into, is to help you extrapolate what your future could look like. And, and this isn't fortune and telling, this is none of that, but we've just seen so much of the data line up with the trend line of whether couples will ultimately end up growing together or growing apart. And so if you kind of look at the first scenario that babe you just gave right both both couples or both people in the couple are they're so focused on the on the now right everything's about this everything's about that really centered all around here now oftentimes really pleasure seeking what ultimately we see end up happening long term if they stick together is that they actually leave massive impact on the table for their relationship to grow deeply connected because they're so focused on pleasure seeking in the now that they don't actually plan out their future, right? So we've seen all, probably we've come across at one point or another with the couples that have massive regret and they don't really have any life insurance or they don't really have much of a future and they're just kind of stuck, right? They're very stuck in their 50s, in their 60s, and it's because they spent so much of their time, energy, and effort really focused on the now in their 20s, in their 30s, and in their 40s, and they didn't realize the compound effect of that. And usually this is a couple that neither one is super focused on. There's a big difference between doing your job and building a career. Yeah, That's a good example of two people that are in a relationship that are both kind of going to work, coming home, going to work, coming home, doing the same old thing on the weekends. If you've ever reconnected with an old friend and you said, what's new? And they're like, ah, same old shit, different day. Those types of people most likely are not listening to this podcast. So most likely you're not one of those types of people. But at the end of the day, if you are or have been... Maybe it's time to dial up your future orientation. We're not here to judge, but we are here to tell the truth. And your future is not going to be bright if you're not building toward it. Absolutely. So then scenario number two, right? Because that's, that's more common than anything, right? Scenario number three is that couples being the same exact, if not very similar future focus, which is more you and I, we find a lot of people in this bucket. Number two, which is one is more focused on the future and they might feel a deep, deep fear and insecurity that they're going to actually outgrow their partner. So if you find yourself and obviously listening to the show, that's where you might, odds are you are right there, mm-hmm. which is okay because that might not be the case forever. What we found with working with couples in this scenario is in that fear exchange, when you can be really vulnerable about your fears that you might outgrow your partner and your other partner who might not be as future focused can be vulnerable. Of like I'm I'm afraid I'm going to be left behind or I'm afraid that you're going to abandon me or I'm in, I'm afraid that you don't want to involve me with your growth, right? What that does is that actually creates the door. It opens up the door for couples to actually begin to grow together instead of apart. If that fear exchange doesn't happen and if there isn't vulnerability in the fear, then we know what the trend line looks like. And honestly, what happens is couples grow 
apart. So let me share this real quick. So let's say you start growing apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not that noticeable a couple months in, but then what about Mm -hmm. a couple of years? So picture like two ships that are connected and they're tied together. Okay. And they're sailing together. Yeah. Okay. Okay, They're sailing together. And now all of a sudden one decides to go a little bit more east and the other one decides to go a little bit more west. Mm -hmm. Okay. In, in a couple months, it's not really that noticeable, not that noticeable, not that noticeable if it's only a couple degrees off, but a year in, two years, four years, eight years, all of a sudden you're miles apart and you wonder how that happened. How did we grow so far apart? Well, one of us was growing in a different direction. One of us was growing in a different way. One of us was growing toward our bright future and the other person was maybe just along for the ride or whatever. And so you, you wake up one day and you're, and everyone has had this experience where you see an old friend from high school or from college and you are like, holy crap, I, I went and got dinner with a friend of mine from college. Yeah. And I didn't realize how much I grew. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, and again, I'm just going to share this. Uh, we used to play a lot of Halo in college. It's a video game. Yep. And he was like, have you played Halo 5 yet? And I was like, you're mm. still like playing Halo? Like, and again, that's all good. Like you do you, you know, but honestly, there was a moment where it's like, we're like not in college anymore. Yeah. Like why? No, I didn't play Halo 5. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm very focused on all these other things. And again, so different strokes for different folks. I'm not here to criticize. What I am yeah. here to do is say not everyone grows at the same rate. No. Not everyone has the same future orientation and not everyone has the same level of self-belief. And so if you are growing apart from your partner, it's important to note that so mm-hmm. that you can reconnect, like Emilia is saying, through vulnerability so that you can actually grow together instead of apart. For sure. And one of the biggest indicators too is and and again we want to help those couples that are really in this bucket is one clear indicator that you are growing apart is when you notice that you've started to change all of your associations and you're constantly seeking out new opportunities that kind of put you into that like challenge spot for you or it, it might kind of bring you into like a little bit of pressure right but then your partner hasn't changed any of their associations, meaning like the people that they surround themselves with, they're not really doing any sort of a swap, right? Because they're totally okay with the type of people that they're around. We all know the saying, you are the sum average of the five people that you spend the most time with. There is so much scientific evidence and truth to that. Hey everyone, this is Alicia Romanowitz. I wanted to take a second and give a shout out to Alan and Amelia. I've been listening to Next Level University podcast um, for a while now, and I've also joined in on group coaching and book club, and I've gained so much value from these. And recently, I have started listening to the Conscious Couple podcast and then joined in on their their monthly meetups with relationship talks. And um, from here, my wife and I decided to jump on a call with them, and we had a few questions. Um, This has just been a great experience. They not only provided us with some great tips and things to implement, they also got back with us and to check and see how we were doing. And that has just meant so much to my wife and I. And I just really wanted to give a shout out and thank them so much. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast or join in on the relationship talks, I highly recommend that. And also just jump on a call with them and get to know them a little bit better and just really lean into this resource. It's just been so valuable and I really appreciate it. 
And so if you're the partner that's out here swapping everyone out because you are focused on the future, you want to grow, you want to challenge yourself and your partner's not doing that. One of the things that we really believe in, in efforts to help you grow together, not only that fierce chair, not only that vulnerability, but honestly speaking directly in your truth with respects to like, I I will outgrow you if if there isn't something changing here because it does get to a point where even the person that is super growth oriented they don't want to become if you will the toxic person in the relationship that's always growing and trying to lug the other person along. They don't want that. They actually want to help you break and shatter your limiting beliefs because why? Oftentimes the person that is more future focused sees in the other person's potential. And because they're out here just doing it, they know actually how to do that. And they can give you all of the lessons, all of the tools and all of the tips to say, here, this is what I've learned in in the focus of the future. This has helped me. And though the approach might look differently from you, I know that this can help you. And what I find is people, and we find this, people who are really focused on the present oftentimes let their fear drive them more than the opportunity that's on the other side of actually leaning into that. Right. And so the validate dissipate concept, which we brought into one of that coaching call where if you have what was the example that you gave for the sharks? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. validate dissipate is something that Emilia taught me a long time ago. A valid fear is something that is based in reality. Yeah. So, for example, you getting in your car and putting on a seatbelt is based on a valid fear that you might get in a car accident because statistically speaking, there's a lot of people that get in car accidents every single day. It's one of the number one right. causes of death for any young people. Um, so that's a valid fear. Right. So yeah, wear your seatbelt, right? Makes sense. Yeah. What's an invalid, irrational fear is what we call these, is uh, swimming in the ocean. We're all so scared of sharks, but yet in America, anyways, in the U.S., I looked this up once because I was curious. Mm. Thirty-nine thousand motor vehicle accidents, uh, deaths, yep. deaths in twenty twenty-one. Mm -hmm. Only one shark death. And so, when you look at the stats, it's like I don't really have anything to be afraid of. There's three hundred thirty million people in this country. How many people swim in the ocean every day? There's only one shark death, mm -hmm. but yet we get in our car every day like like it's nothing. Right. And so that's a validate dissipate. A valid fear is something that's based on data, right? Uh, 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 evidence, 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 mm -hmm. accurate evidence, and then you have dissipate, which is honestly, this is just irrational. This right. is not based on any real evidence, right? And a lot of couples, like why we, why I want to bring that in here is because a lot of couples they'll voice their fears, and a lot of the times we're so afraid to actually give the honest truth to our partner because we're afraid of outgrowing that we let fear win. We invalidate the evidence that is there. So say, for example, there's one couple that is not focused on the future at all and is just strictly focused on the now. That growth-oriented future-focused partner is going to have a hard time oftentimes because we feel bad and we feel, you know, we don't want to like make the other partner feel bad because they're not growing and we don't want to make them feel like they're the reason for the challenges of the relationship. But if you look at the evidence... You have one partner that's going after it, that's focused on the future. Maybe in a, even if they don't want to, they're still doing that for the relationship. They're putting in the work. Right? They're, they're putting, putting in, the, in work. the work. Yeah. yeah. And the other partner isn't. And so, again, we're not here to make you wrong, criticize, whatever. But that's where the humility in the person that has the less focus 
on the future, having the humility to ask your partner that is more future oriented and saying, how can I break this? How can I like get outside of my own comfort zone? Where can I break my limiting beliefs? Like what are the limiting beliefs that you're seeing holding me back? You know, you do this all the time for me, babe. When you see that I have something that's holding me back, you you really do share that with me. And I'm so grateful for that because although it might initially be a little painful in the moment, if my ego really takes that on and personalizes it, it always makes me better because I know and I trust that you've been through it, right? And so you have my back with that. And so for, I think all the couples in this, when you realize you might be, you know, the more future focused partner, trust in your ability to lead and guide And honestly, know that the initial pain that your partner might feel in you giving that honest truth, if they're willing and really value the love with you that much, they will be willing to grow in that regard. Sit in the discomfort of the objective truth and allow that to transform you. I'm going to say that one more time. Sit in the discomfort of the objective truth and allow that to just... to transform you. Mm. Emilia has been doing therapy for many, many years, and she's doing a lot of deep inner work through therapy, reprocessing her past. You name it. I can't go down that rabbit hole right now. (laughs) But she came to me and said, I honestly think you're leaving a lot on the table uh, by not having a therapist. And I really feel like if you worked on internal family systems, IFS, and acceptance and commitment therapy, ACT, there's a bunch of different modalities, but those are the ones that those are the ones that Emilia recommended for me. And I similarly said, honestly, sweetheart, your business is capable of way more. Mm-hmm. I can kind of tell from an outside perspective, there's a lot of things that I'm aware of that I could share with you mm-hmm. that would help you grow. And so she's helping me do inner work. I'm helping her do some of the outer extrinsic work in terms of business. So we're exchanging genius zones. Mm-hmm. And that took vulnerable conversations every single time. I didn't want to make Emilia feel bad. I think she's doing great in business. I just know that there's a lot more that could be done over there. She doesn't want to make me feel bad about my inner work, but she also knows I'm leaving a lot on the table. So now I have a therapist Mm -hmm. and it's been actually pretty magnificent. So, um, and now I'm helping evolve as well. What's really cool there though, is literally what we just said earlier is you see the potential that I could have if I was willing to kind of step outside that comfort zone. And that's so big with these couples is the one who has the greater awareness, be willing to share that blind spot that that partner has because you're going to ultimately create that safe spot for them to step outside their comfort zone. Because let's be honest, when we look at the stats, there's not a ton of growth-oriented people out there. Statistically speaking, a lot of people are sticking in their comfort zone and they know it's holding them back. I know, which is why they're insecure about it. Right. And I want to share this too. This is some stats we shared in the last episode. Yeah. Why are we saying most people aren't future-oriented? Only 16% of human beings, statistically speaking, set goals. Only 3% of those 16 actually achieve their goals. Or is it 4? Is it 3 or 4%? I I think think, think it's 3%. Yep. So that means 84% of the population isn't setting goals, aka is not future-oriented. If you're listening to this show, I'm just going to say it, you're most likely very future-oriented. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this show because this is a lot less entertaining (laughs) than the latest reality TV. We speak the truth. Even no. though we try to be more entertaining, but it, it it's not. We're funny it's really sometimes. Not. Yeah, <laughs> I would say sometimes fairly, fairly funny. But mostly you're here because you're growth oriented. Yeah. Have the courage to sit your partner down and say, listen, this Conscious Couples podcast is amazing. Mm. You can't want a wildly fulfilling, magnificent, positive relationship without also wanting the work and the uncomfortable conversations. True. So that's what we want to encourage. Um, we have to go because Thanks the timer has gone off. Yes. And... We have much to do today. Mm. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening. We really appreciate it. Before we go here, we have an event on this Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's understanding you and your partner's attachment, uh, attachment styles. styles. Thank you, babe. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. So understanding you and your partner's attachment styles, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. There's a link in the show notes of every one of these episodes for our next upcoming Relationship Talks event. We do them every single month. They're private. Keep your camera off. Keep your microphone off or engage as much as you'd like. They are very, very powerful. This is a lot like listening to a song on Spotify. That's a lot like a virtual concert. So come to the virtual concert, dig a little bit deeper, do the work, bring your partner. We would love to have you. Mm. And um, we hope to see you there. Kind of running with that concert analogy, if you want to get backstage with the people that are on the stage. Oh, well done. Alan virtually. And I, virtually. <laughs> right, yeah, virtually. Because <laughs> one day we'll host live events and yeah. then it'll actually be backstage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but virtually backstage, right? Completely free value. This is you sitting down one on one with Alan and I and us just trying to help you in whatever regard you're struggling with, right? People who really deeply believe that love should be valued and cherished and fought for, honestly. And those people who are struggling, That's where Alan and I allocate 30 minutes on our calendar every single Saturday to come meet people like you. So we'll be there every single Saturday. It's a matter of you showing up. So we would love to meet you if we can help in any single way. We would love to be able to meet and help you. It's completely free, completely private. And um, yeah, that link will also be in the show notes. Completely private. Private. (laughs) We'll have fries, salad, all that jazz. All that jazz. Uh, Bring your caffeine of choice. We hope to see you on one of these Saturdays coming up. Thank you so much for listening. As always, it's not about you or me. It's about the the we. we. We'll talk to you next time. Bye, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Conscious Couples Podcast. We love connecting with the Conscious Couples community, so please make sure you follow us on Instagram. I am at Evolve with Amelia, and Alan is Lazarus 88 Also, if you or your partner resonated with this episode, leave us a review at the link in the show notes and please share this with someone you love and care about. Until next time, remember, it's not about you or me. It's about the we.